crisis is oftentimes an invitation from divinity for you to find the super self that lies within us and you can overcome anything. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and I am honored to welcome back to the show three-time Canadian national, all-natural bodybuilding champion who competed as a vegetarian, former Mr. Universe competitor, host of the awesome health podcast, Wade Lightheart. And he's one of the world's premier authorities on natural nutrition and training methods. Having majored in sports science at the University of New Brunswick, he has authored numerous books on health, nutrition, and exercise, which are sold in over 80 countries. Wade also serves as an advisor to the American Anti-Cancer Institute and is the co-founder and president at BioOptimizers, a digestive and health optimization company. He's been in the health industry for over 24 years, coached thousands of clients, and is sought out by athletes and high-performance-oriented individuals worldwide for his advice on how to optimize their health and fitness levels. Wade, welcome back to the show. It is great to have you back on The Daily Helping. Wow, great to be here. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, I'm delighted to dive into today's topic. Absolutely, and it's it's timely. I loved our first discussion, and that was a, a great episode, but your coming back on the show is so important with what's going on in the world. And so I'm just going to jump right into it. And if anyone wants to learn more about your background and some of the stuff going on at BioOptimizers, they can check out that past episode. We'll have it in the show notes. But the world has changed very much since you've last been on The Daily Helping. And now many of us are sitting at home in this pandemic, feeling stressed. It's impacting our lives in a lot of ways. And Wade Lightheart to the rescue, tell us some things. Let's let's go down this path of how this is going to impact us physiologically and, and what are some of the things that people need to be thinking about? Great question today and more relevant than ever because uh, by all accounts, I think there were some fundamental worrisome points about what was happening economically and the response to the, you know, the virus is, is triggering, you know, massive unemployment who knows if that's going to come back? It's probably we're going to have some very big disruptions in how life is and how life is for many people. And what that all leads to is the stress response. And I think what a lot of people mistake is seeing stress as a bad thing or uh, a terrible thing or something to be avoided. If you actually had no stress in your life, uh, you'd die. So there's an interesting component is, well, how much stress is enough and how much is too much? And the idea about bio-optimizers is optimizing one's biology. In other words, providing enough resources for the individual. We have three particular aspects of the, we call it the triangle, either it's uh, 
aesthetics, you want to look a certain way. It's performance, you want to function a certain way. And it's health, which is that your internal uh, health or physical health is at a high level. And typically we push one of those for given, uh, given reasons. And as an entrepreneur or someone who is in a stressful situation that might have lost their job or their business has gone down or these type of things, these are often interpreted by the body as extreme levels of stress. And there's an interesting component that the military teaches. And I think this is really important. So military operations involve probably the most highest stressful situations that you could possibly tell. People are shooting at you, trying to kill you. They're very dangerous, very, very severe stress. Yet many people do very well, go through the military and do fine and come out of it with no problems. And there's other people who come out with PTSD and a variety Mm -hmm. of different ailments. And so why is it that we're going to use these extreme cases as an illustration, and then we're going to back that up to make an application to the people who might be listening to this. So if you look in those extreme conditions that people are subjected to, there's a clear distinction that people have to make. And that is the the difference between danger and fear. Fear is usually a psychologically generated of what if. And that fear or that stress response is paralyzing because it, it, there seems to be no limit. The stress response is designed uh, biochemically in our human systems to provide a cascade of hormonal reactions inside the body in order to help us get out of danger, as i.e. a tiger hitting us, someone shooting us, being able to react at a faster rate due to some external threat to the body, etc. Well, in today's world, We live what I call uh, a a lot of, I would say, lions and tigers roaming the jungles of our minds. And we get information, not like a person walking around in the wilds, which has been for the billions of years of evolutions to get to the humans, you know, where we'd hear a a tree snap or we'd hear the roar of a lion or something like that. And this, this allows us to become aware and have the appropriate response. What happens today is we're subjected to we're sitting in front of a computer. We're hearing about what's on the latest news network. We're listening to the latest conspiracy theory or the latest uh, political campaign. And most of those campaigns are designed to activate our stress response system because that gets us to pay attention. We're not living in the information age. We are living in the attention grabbing phase. And so typically in order for news stations or media uh, consumption, which is we've never experienced before, more than ever before, these institutions have to grab our attention. And unfortunately, the easiest way to grab our attention is to project some sort of threat into your life. Oh, the economy is going to go bad. Oh, the political group that's in place is ruining your life or these medical people is terrible. Or there's a, 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 you know, a medical outbreak, in this case, a virus outbreak. There's an economic meltdown. There's a, you know, danger running through the street. Whatever it is, about 90% of the information that you're getting is kind of negative-based to create the stress response. And we start releasing chemicals and cortisol and all this sort of stuff it, far more frequently than our bodies were actually designed to do. The other thing is, in nature... We would get a dump like that. And, you know, for example, I'll give you uh, not that long ago, I was walking down the trail with a friend of mine and there was a giant 
rattlesnake in the middle of the trail about maybe two and a half, three feet extended, you know, from its coil up in the air, ready to strike. And he was letting us know uh, the rattle was going that our trip down the trail was now stopped. <laughs> we were had to turn the other way. Now, what was interesting about that is coming into observance of that, I did not feel fearful. I felt the dump of chemicals into the system and had I had a stopwatch timed on me, I'm quite sure I would have had a respectable 40-meter dash time as we turned around <laughs> the other way and, 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 and hauled butt in the other direction. It was, it was very interesting to actually feel how much faster, how much quicker, how much more reactive I was to that situation. Didn't feel fear. It was almost an exhilaration is what I felt as opposed to fear. It was like, oh, bang, gone, right? What happens now is we see this, but we're sitting from our computer and we don't get the correlated physiological activation of, of, of movement. And without the movement, we don't properly uh, break down and eliminate those uh, stress chemicals through the channels that they do. So there's a, speed, a, a spike and then biochemically, our body is down to downregulate those and kind of dissolve them and release other chemicals to bring us back. And the thing is, is these things can be kind of addictive. And so what happens, we keep seeking out these hits, which cause a cascade of effects, which can lead to overeating. It can lead to chronic depression. It can lead to the, the, uh, the paralyzation of motivation inside the body and overreaction, uh, inability to focus and all this stuff, because we just keep getting this dump. We get, we, you know, we get all these adrenal blowouts and a, a host of biochemical effects. We eat too much. And the next thing you know, we're sitting there stressed out in front of our computer. We're gaining 20 pounds, uh, worrying about everything, but we're not really taking actions to mitigate whatever the perceived threat is. So what we need to look at right now is what are some of the ways, what are the things that we need to recognize as modern humans living in the modern uh, technologically dominant world to mitigate the natural tendencies and responses to stress that we have. Because we can increase our capacity to handle stress, just like a Navy SEAL who goes through some of the most extreme levels of training, because that allows those guys in the, in the training, if you listen to Jocko Wilnick, he's got a great podcast, is designed to weed out the people that can handle massive levels of uncertainty, massive levels of danger without freezing up, being able to take accurate, specific, and strategic actions that allow them to achieve the mission parameters and the mission goals. And so what we have to recognize, if you're feeling stressed and you're feeling anxious and you're going through this because it is a stressful time, you've lost a job, your things are going, you're worried about the economy, you're wondering about your family, you have to recognize, first and foremost, you've got to take care of your physiology. First and foremost, you've got to recognize how to balance your nervous system out. And you need to mitigate some of the exposure to the unnecessary stress activators and focus on in priority, the things that you can do and you can take action. And just by doing that, you're going to mitigate a lot of the anxiety and biochemical beatdown that happens from those focuses. There's so much to unpack there, but I, one of the things that you said that made so much sense is you know, our central nervous system, our hormones, the cascade effect that we have when they're released, when there's danger, our systems are still designed, whether people really are, are focusing on this or not, we're designed to run away from the saber-toothed tiger. In your case, it was it was the big rattlesnake. 
the issue with what's going on now is you know, this is the opposite of that. Whereas we, it's not a time constrained incident where there is a stressor in the environment, hormones, fight or flight, we get out of there. This is a chronic stressor that we have no idea when it's going to end. And so because of that, we're in this perpetual cycle. So I love what you're saying about removing stress triggers. You know, don't watch the blasted news 24 hours a day. And, and there are you know, so many things we could do. So keep going. This, this is great stuff. Keep, keep sharing with us some more things that people need to be focusing on to get right physiologically or as, or as stress-free as possible. Way back in the day when I was a, a, a young guy starting out my bodybuilding career, I learned about the stress response from my own training. In other words, when I first started out, just a few exercises made my muscles sore and it was very difficult to handle. And over a period of time, I was able to increase my training systematically step-by-step and increase my capacity to handle the physiological stress I was going from training. So why am I saying that? Well, you have to recognize that whatever you're feeling, if you're feeling overstressed, Right now, you have to recognize that your current capability, your physiological capability to handle what's stressing you out right now isn't sufficient to handle whatever's coming in your life, whatever that is. So I'm not here to say that it isn't bad or whatever. It's our job as individuals to recognize is the first and foremost step uh, that we have to recognize is we can increase our capacity to handle and manage stress in concordance with we have a way of reducing those stress triggers as you as you put in. So first and foremost, I was going to give a couple of recommendations just on the lifestyle about removing the stressors to the body. And then we'll kind of get into some things that will enhance your capacity to handle it. Sound fair enough? Let's okay, great. Yeah. So first and foremost, we have to realize this, that we have altered our circadian rhythms by staring into blue light devices like the computer that we have here and like this phone. And there's great research out there that is demonstrating the devastating effect this has on our sleep cycle, our, our cortisol components, our release of all the positive hormones inside your body. So first and foremost, start shutting off your equipment at least an hour before you go to bed preferably three hours if you could. Switch to a book, switch to a strategy where you can remove yourself from these blue lights or at least wear blue light blockers uh, in the evening. You can use things like True Dark or things like that. And you can see the difference. So getting to bed early as opposed to staying up all night, glued to the screen, glued to the stress thing and, and, and or trying to figure out the latest and greatest thing to get yourself out of the situation. That's number one, because what happens, whatever you gain in access information, you are going to blow out in your biochemistry. So your ability to implement whatever you learn or whatever strategy or whatever tidbit is not going to be able to be well executed because there's going to be no biochemical resources. So that's the first and foremost thing. Second thing is you've got to maintain a form of exercise in your life. I know gym, like for example, I'm a gym rat. I love going to the gym. I need the gym because I love throwing around the iron. It's very barbarian for me and I just feel good and I can, you know, just be a little bit more caveman there where you can't in such a a great world. And I feel good about it. There's a euphoria. And I'm also, I'm dumping out a lot of the buildup of chemicals in there. I feel great after a workout. I don't try and, you know, it's not like the old days when I was competing and stuff where I was pushing myself to the, the absolute max. Now 
I go in there, I have a good workout. I leave a little bit left on the table. I'm not trying to push my system to the max. I'm, I'm, I'm stimulating, not annihilating. And I think as we get older, that's really important, especially for any of us that are ex-athletes who are kind of thinking back, oh, you know what? I need to be back like I was 28 and, you know, you, you know, hanging and banging, as they say in the gym and pushing it to the limits. You want to stimulate. Uh, next thing, you got to get out in the sunshine. You got to reset your circadian rhythms. Um, vitamin D deficiency. I was looking at some of the research on vitamin D, D deficiency and particularly, this is really important for people who have dark pigmentation inside their skin because they're up to 27 times more deficient in vitamin T because someone that's light complected like me, um, we absorb sunlight and get the vitamin D response much quicker because we're designed to be in northern environments. But if your uh, genetics are based on darker skin, for example, you, you're, you're designed to tolerate sunlight better. And vitamin D activates, I think it's 5% of the genetic and epigenetic encoding inside the body. It's really, like it acts like a hormone and is really treated like a hormone inside the body. And the best way to get it is through sunshine. In fact, I just saw Joe Rogan uh, talking about this um, with his favorite researcher on there. Oh, I forget her name. She's always on there. But anyways, oh, my name will, that name will come back to me in a minute. She was at recommending 5,000 IUs of vitamin D a day plus sunshine as well. And sunshine is a big factor. And one of the things I'm very concerned about right now in this stress zone is people not getting out in the sun. So if you have a yard or if you have a balcony or whatever, at least get out there and get some exposure in sunlight to reset your circadian rhythm, to activate your, your stress response system. These are inexpensive things to do. Here not being at the gym, uh, I, I got a set of dumbbells. I felt like when I ordered a set of dumbbells in, those like variable dumbbells in, I felt like someone brought a Ferrari to my house when it showed mm -hmm. up and I, and I had some bands and I was doing some bodyweight exercise. So I changed my routine. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get out in the sunshine here in Arizona. So I, I took some time to do long walking every day where I could think about things or listen to a podcast or get those sort of things. So creating at least 30 minutes and ideally an hour every day where you are doing some device, whether that's you know, doing an exercise video, whether that's being on a Stairmaster, whether that's doing jumping jacks or whatever you need to do or body weight or yoga. There's a lot of courses online. You need to do something where you're moving your body when we're all locked in uh, these homes. This will help mitigate some of the stress factors right off the bat. The, the, the light, some movement, and some sunlight. Easy, cost-effective ways that everybody can do in order to kind of mitigate some of those stress triggers. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. I want to jump back to number one about the blue light, because mm -hmm. I know that Apple, Google, and, and even Microsoft on desktops have incorporated filtering systems that re remove blue light. 
So that versus, I think you said True Dark as a brand of, of glasses. Is there, obviously, no blue light is better than some, but how, how effective are those filters that they have built into these phones? I would say they're moderately effective. Uh, the problem is, is also the lights in your house, the television in your house, all these sort of things can, even a small amount can uh, re-trigger your circadian rhythms because we, you know, our biology just hasn't yet altered based on the modern world and the advent of electricity. And of course, all these uh, devices, which are promoting blue light. What I will say, and I don't own a stake or anything in true darks or anything or stuff, but when you put these things on, and they're, they're kind of red looking glasses and you wrap them around your house. Most people at night, if they put them on early in the evening, will start yawning in maybe 30 to 60 minutes and feel That's like they need to, go, need to go to sleep. So it's really, really, potent. I didn't believe it when I first heard it. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, I, I've had the, the filters on my computers and things like that. But when I did it, I was absolutely shocked uh, at the difference. And I'm the type of person that you know is conscientious about when I go to sleep and that sort of thing. What I can say, is since this started, I've gone to bed about two hours earlier than usual and getting up about two hours before I normally do. I am an early riser by nature, uh, but I really was conscientious about going to bed earlier, turning off the electrical stuff, and then spending a little time about unwinding my body. For me, that's meditation. Some people might be listening to music. There's a variety of different technological devices that you can do to get into a more alpha theta state, these type of things with use and a variety of other instruments that are available if you struggle with that. But those things can really help to put you in a resourceful state to handle the stress, to make the better decisions and not get caught on these, what I call these like feedback loops that people get going, what if, and this will happen, blah, 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 blah. You know, what am I going to do? What's my job? I'm going to get the money. What's going to happen? Who's going to vote? And all this sort of stuff that you can really get spun out on. And 90% of that effort is just burning out resources and really not allowing you to solve the challenges that you'd be facing today. Makes perfect sense. So we've talked about sleep. We've got some good tips on how to remove some of those stressors. Let's talk about diet. Yeah, so diet. This is one, I think... One of the things that I noticed uh, early on uh, with this, uh, when this whole pandemic thing is I seen an increased spike in how much food I was consuming. Like the first two weeks, I started to gain weight and I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Why is my food craving level going up? And at the time, as I was uh, trying to ascertain the risk that we are speaking, uh, you know, dealing with in regards to this virus, I was consuming a disproportionate amount of social media and regular media, uh, and and trying to research all these sources. So I was listening to podcasts, I was looking to experts, I was looking at the political fallout, the economic fallout. I was just taking it all in, trying to get a picture of what was going on in the world. And I realized while I was doing that, I was kind of doing the mindless eating, and that was really supporting the neurotransmitter levels in my brain because I was exhausting neurotransmitters at a higher rate. And of course, and I'm just kind of munching and what. So I went, okay. So after two weeks, I realized, okay, we're, we're headed in the wrong direction uh, and I can't mitigate all of these challenges. So what I need to do is manage myself a little better. What I engaged in personally is I went to alternate day fasting. So, and I think this is a great tool for men in particularly, particularly in your middle age, because most of us could lose a little bit of weight. Most of us could use a lot of, of, of 
brain-derived neurotropic factor. So some people do better on alternate day fasting uh, or, or intermittent fasting, uh, which is you take a period of time, maybe starting with 12 hours a day, and you only consume food during that 12 hours a day. And you can mitigate that by keep you know, changing that to maybe eight out, like bring it down to 10, then bring it down to eight, then bring it down to four. What the benefit of that is first and foremost is when you get down to between 16 to 18 hours of fasting, that's including, you can include the time that you sleep, you release what's called uh, cellular autophagy actions inside the body. Basically, your body starts to consume the negative cells or the, the distorted cells or the mutated cells, the, the, the cells that aren't functioning properly. It starts to eat those as food. And, and it's a catabolic process that is natural. And the other thing that happens is you start to re- release what's called uh, brain-derived neuronic factor. In other words, it, you, your cognitive capability starts to go up. You get calmer you get clearer, and you are less rattled from the emotional uh, vicissitudes that happen for people. And that is powerful. Instead of, so instead of eating more and then getting stressed out that I'm gaining weight and putting all the corollary damage that goes involved with you know, gaining too much weight, you go backwards and do the opposite of what the persons do. And I went all the way to, I literally eat for 12 hours from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then I don't eat for 36 hours more. So I'll, I'll go a whole day and I go to 8 a.m. the next day. And the good thing about that is, is I can have a little bit more flexibility and variance with the food that I'm consuming than I would before because I'm in a, a collective calorie deficit. So I have three 36-hour fasting periods a day and then I have a two-day, which is a loading phase. And, uh, and then I just repeat the cycle every, every, which, uh, every week. During that time, uh, I was able to drop 20 pounds and doing steady state cardio, walking in the hills, changed my workouts around a little bit, um, backed off the intensity. And uh, guess what? And, and I, I absolutely feel fantastic. The other thing is, is I can only say, and I'm, I'm, there's a considerable amount of stressors running your own business. I've got, you know, we had to go through what's going to happen with our business. I had a, a family member who was in a serious medical condition. I'm not able to see them. I'm not able to go and access that. I, I'm trying to manage that from another level. We've got uh, all the employees and stuff. I'm not able to live at where I was living before because of the factors. So I'm in another place. And I have probably twice the amount of stress that I've had to deal with prior to this. And I actually feel better during it. The other thing is that I do use some uh, nutritional components to also support me in that process. But those are some things that are literally do not cost anything, save you money, improve your health, improve your vitality, and increase your capacity to handle the stress that all of us are being subjected to at this time. I love those strategies. And and again, I know so many people are trying to save money right now, so that's most appreciated. Uh, But I I do want to take a minute because you are in the business of optimizing one's physical health through nutritional supplements. Tell us a little bit about some of the new things you guys have been cooking up in the science lab and and how they could be helpful to people. Yeah. You know, this is a really big uh, area for myself because I'll give you an example. A number of years ago, 
I had entered into my own, what I would call stress loop. So I'm speaking from experience when I say this. It's not, I'm not talking from some high ivory tower that I've never been there and I'm going to you know, cou- tell everybody to couch out of my ideas. I'm going to say, I've been there, I've done that, I know what it's like. Uh, a number of years ago, I was grinding myself to the gears. I was running three businesses, living in a foreign jurisdiction, trying to move in, uh, like trying to get my citizenship. I was going through a particular stressful period with uh, one of the people I was working with. There was a lot of things in the line. I was working from, you know, I'd start my day at around 7 and I would end my day at around 11 p.m. uh, Literally seven days a week, you know, nonstop. And this went on for about two years. And I was using a variety of stimulants like caffeine in order to keep myself going. And I got to burnout. You know, I, you know, sex drive tanked. I was starting to just not feel a zest for life. And I remember thinking, you know, I, I just didn't have that neurochemical feel. So I knew that I had done wrong. And I'm, you know, I, I'm the guy that has all the resources in the world for experts in science. And so if I can get there, anybody can get there. So I called up my MD. I said, let's do some tests. We looked at my hormones. We looked at my, uh, we did a spectra cell test. We looked at my nutrition levels and we looked at where my cognitive health was and I did the whole, the whole nine yards. What we came up with is that I had exhausted my magnesium levels inside the body. So when you're burning stress, for example, when you're stressed out, your nervous system will start to run a variety of enzymatic processes in order to handle that. Now, North Americans particularly are highly deficient in magnesium. Magnesium is an element that's involved in over 300 biochemical processes inside the body. It is also a key aspect to build the neurotransmitters inside your body that allows your brain to function and allows you to manage stress. The other thing, it works intimately with the nervous system to create the relaxation response, uh, both to your muscles, um, the external striated muscles, your heart tissue. It's also essential for uh, cognitive function. For certain types of magnesium, regulating uh, blood insulin levels, improving sleep. I mean, the list goes on and on. And the reality is, is most of us don't have a knot. And as we get stressed, we, we tend to exhaust more of this key mineral. And so I actually had, had knew that. And I started using three grams of magnesium a day in order to help rebuild my neurotransmitter levels and create reactions. I noticed in a benefit rate off, and keep in mind, you need to divide that in dosage and you need to pick the right magnesiums to do that. I would stay away from too much citrate. A little bit's okay, but not too much because it can draw a lot of water and you get the disaster pants. Uh, You also want to go through divided dosages. I would say though that single-handedly that probably made the biggest difference I've ever had as far as being able to recover. And I got this information instantly interesting enough. Um, There was a fellow by the name of Charles Poliquin. Charles Poliquin was a well-known trainer named Strength Sensei. He died um, tragically about a year ago, and I had attended a number of his lectures. Now, Charles was responsible for coaching gold medalists in 27 different sports at the Olympics. So mm. think like phenomenal guy, knew a bunch of languages, would, would gather research from other countries. He would learn the language so he could get the research because there was biases with each, in each country. And he was the first person to make a connection between Chinese medicine and the neurotransmitter dominance inside the body. Previously, there was no, trend, there was no connection between neurotransmitter dominance and, your, uh, and, and Western medicine. There was no gap. But then he was able to figure out that different people will run on d- different bra- 
brain chemistries. And you can take a test. It's called the Braverman test. I know Braverman's got into a little bit of trouble with himself personally, but the Braverman test online, you can Google it and it'll tell you what your dominant neurotransmitter is. So there's like dopamine and acetylcholine, which is more ap- athletes and you might be, you know, GABA or serotonin or one of these other nutrients, but you can figure it out on this test. It's really great. You do it once and that's it. You got it. And that's who you are. Don't try and do it twice because you'll try and game it and it doesn't work after that. But he had identified that his athletes, he would train them differently. In other words, he'd have two athletes in the same sport. One is training twice a, twice a day, six times a week. And the other athlete who's running a different neurotransmitter is training three times a week, once a day. And they would meet and they're like, how come your program's like this and how come this? And that was his deep down secret because he would build his athletes who are handling at the highest levels of stress. At the, you know, we're talking Olympic athletes. Their, their physiological capabilities are just in the incredible zone of professional athletes. And he was using magnesium as one of his key elements hmm. in order to manage the nervous system stress for each one of those individuals. And that's where I started learning about that and applying it in my own life. And guess what? Yes, I wasn't competing at the Olympics, uh, but I was competing what I felt was my Olympics in my own personal life. And the bottom line is there was nothing that just brought my, brought my nervous system down, relaxed me, allowed me to get to sleep, get me out of those kind of me- negative feedback loops that were lying in bed or waking up with the same problem and worrying about this and that sort of stuff. And boy, oh boy, did it ever work. So we went out and developed a magnesium product that developed with seven of the best magnesiums out there, put them all together in a formula after we had kind of Matt, my business partner, I tweaked out, I don't know how many different types of magnesium to kind of fall upon that uh, over time. And we've been doing that and it's been a wild sensation, particularly during this whole crisis. Um, Some of the biggest names in the holistic health industry uh, are advocating the use of this and and experiencing the benefits. That's outstanding. And I believe, I think Vita gave me a code to give something away for this magnesium. I'm just checking my email real quick. So I don't see Yes. If you guys go, yeah. If you go to uh, bioptimizers.com slash daily helping, and you can put in daily helping 10, you could get 10% off any of our products and you can give a try to our product magnesium breakthrough. Uh, Just so you guys know, one of the things I want to be really clear about, we do have a 12 week education course that we give away on the site to all our clients. I'm not here to just promote supplements or promote those type of things. You, need, you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet. Do all these things that we suggested first are going to be far superior than adding a magnesium supplement to your diet or any other supplement. Do the basics, get those in order, and then add it on. And we also offer a 365-day guarantee on your first bottle. So for example, when you try something or a product, if it doesn't work, you don't feel better, if you're not amazed by it, send it back and we give your money back of the purchase. So uh, we also have the specifics of how to use it, how to dose it um, uh, for its most effective usage in your own life. I love that. Uh, Wade, this has been awesome. I, I wish we had another hour to keep talking, but it just totally flew by today. Uh, as you know, as you're a veteran of the show, I wrap up every episode by asking my guest a single question. That is, what is your biggest helping? The one most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away with after hearing our episode today? that you're bigger than the challenges that come to your life. And I say that crisis is oftentimes an invitation from divinity for you to find the super self that lies within us and you can overcome anything. So I would encourage our listeners to go out there and recognize that 
what looks like total devastation or tragedy right now may actually be the key to an incredible life to life that you never would have accessed if this isn't happened. And by holding that in mind, the likelihood of that happening is far more likely than holding the negative. I love that. Wade, tell us again where people can connect with you guys online. Yeah, so they can go to uh, buyoptimizers.com uh, or they can check out the 12-week course. If you're looking, hey, you're struggling, you don't know what to do, you can check out the 12-week course at uh, buyoptimizers.com slash TDH. Um, what happens is there's uh, literally 84 videos, five to 15 minutes each, where I'm going to explain to you the basics of the awesome health system that I built out, uh, how you integrate it in your life. You can jump around or you can put it step by step. I've got a 15 minute day of routine that will completely transform how you feel, how you form and how you function. I love it. Absolutely awesome. Wade, thank you so much for coming back on The Daily Helping. It was great having you back on the show. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Absolutely. And to each and every one of you who chose to listen to this, thanks to you as well. If you like what you heard, go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review because that's what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, and especially in this world we're living in right now, go do something nice for somebody else. Post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping. Focus on doing good things because the happiest people are those that help others. 